This is episode 000016, Loud Off, Soft Off. Coming to you from a boarded up guitar center. <laughs> oh. It's the tone control. <laughs> I feel bad now. By the way, you you only got three zeros in here. I'm going to put a zero right there. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you totally fucked up my whole shit. Zero, sixteen. <laughs> hmm. So, I've had a long day. So, I forced us to start late, but we still started. I, it's fine. I had a really long day, too. We're yeah. moving, as you know. Yeah. Probably. Um, <laughs> I remember. Uh, now, well, we found a place, and now we're moving, and... Everything is happening. Like, just moments ago, I got a text from my landlord now saying they want to show our place and they're going to be here tomorrow morning. And yep. so there's all that going on and packing and. Are they going to be able to work showings around your work? Because you work from home. They're going to have to. I'm, they're going to have to. I, I told them. Yeah. I told them I'm going to be here. Do what you got to do. If yep. I'm not busy, go ahead and talk to me. But yeah, like tomorrow, for example, when they're going to be here, I do have a standing meeting to be in. But right. whatever, the, the, well, the apartment right. no, showings are only like fifteen or twenty minutes anyway. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that'll work. Whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. Um, it's just like a lot, all mm-hmm. at once. <laughs> yep. Yep. I I uh, I've been there a little bit. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> really <laughs> for sucks. Sure, for sure. <laughs> But anyway, here we are, 16. Yep, 16. Old enough to drive. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I just thought of that. (laughs) It probably sounds like I've been sitting on that all day, but... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had a pretty long day. We're, um, my mother-in-law is moving, uh, to town, and so she's, her house, her new house is hers. It's in the same neighborhood as, as we are, and, uh, I went over there and, we painted a room today before the furniture moved in when it was oh, easy. Um, so, you know, I'm uh, in a former life. I was a painter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was, you know, so I, I do this and. Um, Are you feeling to it? help out? Yeah. No, I remember what it feels like to be uh, physically tired when I have all day long, <laughs> like sessions and stuff. It, you get tired, but it's like a mental tired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a little different. Yeah. I can feel it in my shoulders. It's cool though. It's cool. You know, I'm tough, wicked tough, wicked tough, (laughs) wicked shoulders. We're we're sitting here flexing our shoulders at each other. (laughs) Wicked shoulders. Yeah. But the drink tonight is, is definitely is uh, Jameson whiskey on the rocks. Mine is, uh, just the rocks. Just (laughs) drinking pure ice. I'm just drinking water. Uh, I saw this thing on the internet that makes ice spheres. It's like yeah. this brass ice melter thing. Oh, it's like 300 <laughs> euros or something to buy the stupid thing. But man, I would love to have one of those ice spheres. <laughs> They're supposed to be like amazing, like high class drink ice. Like it melts oh, slower I, I or saw, something. I saw some like total hipster Kickstarter that was like makes 
hipster ice, basically artisanal ice. <laughs> artisanal ice. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes a perfectly cubicle. Oh, right? uh, cube. cubic, cubic, cube, cubicle, yeah. whichever. Uh, but it makes it in a rectangle and the way it freezes one side of it is because it, it, it freezes vertically. Okay. It's a, uh, so it, when you cut it in half, you get obviously two, well, not obviously, you get two squares, two cubes of ice, yeah. um, one of which is perfectly clear and the other is cloudy. Huh. Um, so, the, and it comes with like some ridiculous canvas bag and a crusher, <laughs> and you're supposed to put the ice in the bag and smash it with the hammer, and you get the perfect crushed ice for your summer. But wait, wait, wait! Why are you making then, it a perfect cube if you're going to? Because crush then the it? other, the other side of the perfect cube, you would use for whiskey or something like that. So there, it's okay. uh, all right. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, I yeah. The the world is it frozen of, water? Guess what? It's good enough for me. <laughs> the world of artisanal ice. Apparently, Learned that's all kinds a world. of stuff this week on the tone control. <laughs> <laughs> Not just people about we guitars. Were, people thought we were guitar hipsters. Well, guess what? Yep. It gets weirder. <laughs> yep, it does. Hey, uh, well, hey. we're flying by the seat of our pants because we're starting late. So I just we caught we got on the call and I said let's push record. And that's why we talked about this nonsense on the air. So and I apologize personally. <laughs> um, but, how, uh, but as always, we have our sponsor, Pedal Genie, bringing this podcast to you. You can go to pedalgenie.com slash tone control and make a wish list of pedals. And uh, they get sent to you with no shipping. Keep them as long as you want. Send them back Netflix disc style. Thanks very much to them. For sponsoring the podcast, blah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you want to like do? It. Some news, maybe? 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 You want to yeah, do maybe. a little bit of news? I mean, last week I was like, yes, news. Um, <clears throat> Are you bummed about news today? No, actually, <laughs> I'm feeling this one. Uh, Electroharmonics, Deluxe right. Big Muff Pie. Ooh, so many knobs. And just since this came out, I have fallen into, I should get a Big Muff mentality. Mm. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> as you know, I have a fuzz face mm-hmm. and uh, I still like it a lot, but I'm also thinking like, well, everybody needs a Big Muff. Yeah. I used like, to have a, one. Really? Yeah. You had the, the uh, Russian one, right? I had the black one. Yeah. Which yeah. I, I, don't, I can't, re- I can never remember if that's the cool one or not. Uh, It's... The lesser, is it the I'm not sure. Big there's muff? there's a whole weird history about the Big Muff. I've been looking at the new Big Muff Nano, mm-hmm. which is like the 2014 size Big Muff. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's nothing that needs to be done to a Big Muff to make it Nano. Like if you've ever right. opened up the back of one, there's like four things in there. The knobs <laughs> yeah. take up more space than anything else. Like the only reason it's as big as it is still is for tradition, and it yeah. sounds exactly the same. There is the little big muff, which I guess I, I was researching is technically a different circuit, and EHX oh. will tell you that. It um, and it's in a smaller con- enclosure, but the nano is smaller still, and more like the large big muff, mm-hmm. the bit the big big muff, the huge muff. <laughs> <laughs> Huge muff. All right, so so this is a de- deluxe big muff. What makes yeah. a deluxe big muff deluxe? It's got it's still your New York City uh, big muff mm-hmm. circuit, but they've added awesome stuff. So now 
there's two foot switches, you're just standard on off like bypass switch. And then there's also a mid boost or cut foot switch where it activates a toggle switch, which you have set to boost or cut. Oh. And uh, it'll either boost your mids or cut them. So you can scoop your tone on a foot switch or you right. can come in for lead on a foot switch. Cool. There's a high low uh, Q switch for the mids, which will change the shape of the bump that you are activating. Yeah. So Q is sort of the width of a frequency change. A high right. Q is narrow band and a low Q is um, is a wide band. So it'll affect yeah. more surrounding about, frequencies. Right. You hear about Q a lot with wah. Uh, this pedal has that, so you can plug in an expression pedal and sweep the mids. Oh. So you kind of, yeah. So, so you, can, you like, get wah that. your big muff a little bit. You can wah the big muff, but or you, you can wah. Or, or you're wahing whether it's boosted or cut. Is that what you're saying? No, you can you can move the sweep, so it does wah. Like it, it'll it'll okay, sound yeah. like a wah pedal. It's really thick and heavy duty though, because wow. it is a big muff, and it is the, the the EQ setting that they've chosen for it. But it's. It's heavy. It's like <laughs> it sounds more like a uh uh kind of like a synthy yeah, like filter sweep rather than a wah pedal. But well, um, cuz the big muff is a fuzz, so it's going to be a little bit synthy anyway cuz it's just really yeah. destroying the the waveform. I'm getting my wife is sending me pictures of her cuddling upstairs with our dog. Oh. My phone keeps buzzing and she's like I think she's trying to make me jealous. I said something funny on Twitter and people are buzzing at me about it now. I feel so cool. <laughs> so popular. So popular. Okay, I'm distracting uh, though. Anyway, uh, it's also got an attack control, which adds punch and clarity, they say. To me, it looks like it might huh. be a presence knob. And I was watching a demo video before we started now, and I think it might actually blend in a little bit of dry signal, possibly. Huh, so okay. So when, when you have it totally cranked to get that, like, every single note in your chord definition, I think yeah. they might be, I couldn't really tell if that's what I was hearing, but that's what it seemed like it might be. To right. Me. And they, all they say, they don't really explain, but they say it adds punch and clarity to single notes yeah. and chords. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, could, and overall be, it sounds like kind of like a brightness too, just like a presence yeah, knob. Sure. And then it's also got a built in noise gate because if they're adding all this other stuff, why, why not, not just make it a normal pedal and have it be nice and quiet. Cool. <laughs> So this thing, this has got me looking at big muff pedals now. Um, Boy, I don't well, this think is I need one, man. Shoot, I know this is. We, we were just talking about the EQD Palisades, which is the end of tube screamers. This right. is like the end of big muffs. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what what it doesn't have that the Palisades had is all those different variants on the circuit, like the different True, input yeah. caps and stuff like that. Because the big muff, I mean, that's the thing. Is is it we were talking about earlier? Is it the black one? Is it the silver one? you know, the Russian yeah. Big Muff or whatever, those, because they they had slightly different values on those parts, the capacitors yeah. and resistors and such. So, um, I mean, that that would be the the exact reciprocal of the Palisades. But yeah, this one, um, well, I bet, boy, boy I, I never like loved the, the Big Muff that I had. Like, honestly, it was cooler for bass for me, but I've always kind of right. felt that way about fuzz. Like it wasn't a guitar tone that I personally loved. Um, mm-hmm. whereas with this, with that sweepable nonsense, um, that could be, that could make for some pretty cool sounds. It sounds awesome. It's, yeah. it still sounds just like a, a regular big muff pie. So it can do all of that, but you just yeah. get this like added awesomeness on top. Uh, cool. it, one thing that it's missing is the tone wicker option, which there's a big muff pie tone wicker option. Never heard uh, of that it. You can buy, it's like one of, I think it's new ish last few years it came out. It's just basically got, uh, a couple of. <laughs> Like 
Oh, wait. hey, now, look out. <laughs> it's See, fine. this wouldn't happen if you had artisanal ice. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Hey, get, get out of my face. My fridge but, makes uh, great ice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'm sorry. What were you saying? Anyway, I was saying uh, the Tone Wicker yes. Big Muff has like a couple of mini toggles on the front, mm-hmm. which are, I, I haven't researched it exactly what they do, but they change the, the, what the tone knob does, I think, on the Big Muff. And it okay. adds a different EQ and a different kind of filtering to your signal. Mm-hmm. Uh, until this, I've heard that the Tone Wicker Big Muff is the most versatile one. Yeah. And now this this is just out now, and it's kind of missing that Tone Wicker option, but I'm wondering if the Q settings and the mid-booster cut is doing that anyway. Yeah, it would certainly give you more to play with. Yeah. Yeah. So as far as size goes, it's um, kind of pretty normal size, I would say. It's in between. It's not like a ridiculously huge. Looks like it's kind of like a double wide. Yep. Like it's twice as, big as wide as, the, as a boss kind of thing. Yeah, it's just as big as the germanium big muff if you've ever seen that oh it's okay. it's the same Did they make same one in that shape si- yeah because the it's not um it's not that big that tall angled box right it's not <clears> nearly <throat> as big as a regular big muff i don't know why they still make that really like i, I guess they're still selling them like crazy Just trying to claim pedal board real estate so are most of ehx's pedals. <laughs> so yeah regular true bypass nine volt dc operation and it's 159.54 <laughs> what a glorious price yeah ehx <laughs> lately has been really doing great with keeping their prices down i don't know yeah. if you've noticed this but like a lot of their the the nano big muff i was looking at on amazon 70 bucks new oh shoot and that's just yeah. the big muff circuit in a in a in a small box, box that isn't stupid right so why 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 pay more <laughs> <laughs> even then the regular big muff is like Seventy nine dollars. Yeah, they're, they're just yeah. getting so cheap and it's pretty like simple circuit. They're they're pretty good pedals, I would say. Even the new like the Soul Food pedal and the um mm. some of those like hot tubes, those reissues they're making that are in that nano size, they're all under seventy five dollars. Wow. Well, good for them. Yeah, they're made in the U.S. So hey, pretty can't pretty shake crazy. a stick at that. I dare you. Can't I can't shake? I don't even have a stick. I can't shake anything on <laughs> a pen. Oh, I got a little. I got this. <laughs> let's uh, not tell d- them what it was oh, okay uh, i was about to i was about to spill the beans it's a secret listeners it's a secret i have my i have my raincore still yeah did we have this last time I don't uh remember. yeah i don't remember if we actually talked about what it was on the air though but you were waving it at me waving it again yep so yeah what? check it out uh ehx deluxe big muff pie pretty cool nice so what's this next news item a kickstarter a kickstarter B-N-D, uh, pronounced bend. Yes, okay. Kickstarter. Oh, neat. It's a It's a guitar stand. Bend. So and it's uh, reshapeable? On its way to being funded. Yeah, so it's got this... Um, it's, I, don't, I haven't really figured out exactly what it's made of, but the neck on it, the part that would hold the neck of your guitar, yep. the arm that comes up from the bass, is adjustable, and it's made of something that if you bend it, it will stay in place. So it can fit any shaped guitar or or mandolin or bass or or even a keyboard yeah so everything on it is adjustable even like the the part that holds the neck you can close it all the way around so you can't the guitar tip yeah slide out or you can flatten it out to lean a keyboard or a guitar if you're so if you're one of those jerks (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Hey, neat. So yeah, yeah. A, a guitar stand that's going to fit any guitar. What about the and bottom? And it fits the... in any case. Like oh. it'll fit in your guitar case. It'll fit behind your amp. Wow. It'll or in your in your amp chassis. You know, neat. it'll fit all over the place because you can bend it to fit in that shape. Yeah, you could just like bend it into a little zircle. <laughs> right. <laughs> a little zircle. A little zircle. Uh, so what about the? <laughs> I guess the bottom is going to lay flat anyway. Yeah. Well, that looks like a cool design. Um, yeah, it is. It's so, um, and so the stand, the base of it, like usually the guitar stands have like a tripod style base. Yes, you got the two the two legs in front are long, and then there's a short one in the back, so it tips backwards, so yep. your guitar is not going to fall out. This is like a horseshoe shaped kind of thing. Yeah, with and little nubs the, on the end. Right, and the guitar sits really close to the floor. So the center of gravity is way low. Yep. So they, and they show in their little Kickstarter video here, somebody like walks up to the guitar and pushes it. And, and it, they, they kind of jostle it around a little bit and it doesn't fall out of the stand. Pretty cool. Which is pretty cool. You know, things get bumped around to gigs and people bring guitar stands to gigs. I know you do. You've got yep. a little one in your, in your amp case. Like I did for a little while and it got stolen. Oh. Uh. Oh, and then. Thievery. Uh, so, so, right. And so the idea is that like this, you could just keep it fold it up in your guitar case or behind your amp or anywhere. And it doesn't, you know, it also doesn't really look like a guitar stand. It might not attract a lot of attention, but it, it all comes <laughs> it looks apart. like a space alien. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes apart and like clicks together so you can disassemble it and pack it away nice and neat. Oh man, so, this is what Kickstarter is for. So guess what kids, yeah. uh, the goal is 30 grand. They have 34 mm-hmm. days to go, and they've only pledged 6,335. Yeah, 84 backers as of the time of this recording. So that's actually a lot of money per backer, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, they, they've got incentive options that are really interesting, too. Mm-hmm. So they've got the usual $5 or more. You get a pack of stickers and a thank you and yeah. that kind of stuff. And then eventually, you know, you start to get the stand as a promo item. You can choose it in white or black. <gasps> Colors! Oh, what? <laughs> All the way up to scrolling down, scrolling down. 60, uh, 80, 100, 150, 1,000. Oh, they got rid of it. There was a $2,000 option that was a partnership oh. incentive. And they said, like, you know, call for details if you pay for that, basically. Yeah. Basically, if you can spend up to 1000 bucks on this and get, obviously, you get a stand, you get all this kind of awesome stuff, but you get you become a friend of Bend, they call it. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, I think maybe they lowered the price point. This might be that partnership deal, but it says if you are a realtor, this is the option for you. So retailer. You, oh, sorry, realtor, retailer. I've been looking at apartments. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. So if you want to get, like, uh, inventory, basically, for your shop. Yeah. And so on. I mean, this is... Uh, Pretty cool stuff. I think this is definitely something that if I was, I was still gigging a lot, I might consider because I I never brought a stand to shows after mine was stolen because I was like, man, mine got stolen. I'm never bringing a stand ever again. And <laughs> we then also never you, needed to switch out or anything. So no, but like, it's when you sound check or like that minute where okay, I'm all tuned up. Let me just go get a glass of water and yep. we'll go. I just I don't feel comfortable leaning my guitar up on my amp and because I know it's going to slide and it's just I don't want to lay it on the ground. Yep, this is the way to go. Yeah, so you check it out. It's uh, it's spelled B N D. It's the world's most portable full sized guitar stand. I think it's pretty sweet. Me I, don't, too. I don't have any money or anything, but if I did, boy oh boy, 
I would give them a bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> I funded a Kickstarter recently. A band I like is doing a full length. Oh, sweet. That's always nice to get to do. Yeah, I feel good. And then they were so close to not reaching it, and I was like, ah, I'm not going like, to get this record. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I woke up one day, and they did, and I felt really good. And I was like, yes, looking forward to new music in the fall. Mm-hmm. So that's Sweet. Fun. Hey, art, man. Hey. You know? Hey, yeah. All right. Hang on. Sorry, it's my landlord confirming for tomorrow. No worries. Sidebar. Sent from Yahoo Mail for iPhone. (laughs) 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 Some people. Presented without comment. That was my tweet, by the way, and it got a lot of action. (laughs) But she just emailed me again, and it says that at the bottom. Yeah. All I could think of was like that some men just want to watch the world burn. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, Sidebar. Anyway, hey, did you hear what happened to Bono? No, tell me all about it. He stood too close to the edge. Yeah. Anyway, well, that happened. That, that's, can't that's relevant. That's I mean, that's what happens when you're in a band with a guy named The Edge. Yeah. Anyway, Bono and The Edge have joined Fender as uh, on the board of directors. Oh, can huh. you believe it? Uh, so they just had a new. Okay. They just got a new CEO and and uh, president, and uh, this is coming up like right after that. It's kind of interesting. I wonder if they're related. Anything to do with each other? <laughs> with. You mean did did Bono and the like, Edge get did, the other CEO fired? <laughs> Is that what you're asking? <laughs> Do you want to start a conspiracy theory right now? Oh yeah, you heard it here. Breaking on the tone control. Do you think you put put in one of those news like Morse code sounds? Yeah, coming in now over the wire. Is that what it was? Things would come in over the wire. I don't know how old tech. I don't know. I I don't know how old tech works. Tubes, tubes, dude. What's wrong with you? So they're on the board of directors uh, helping to pursue new growth strategies um, built on fan engagement. And I'm trying to kind of decode what that means. It means, I don't know. It means Bono (laughs) signature edition guitars for no reason. Right. I think they're, they're kind of going to be, they're going to try and be uh, like representatives. Yeah. Is this, is this picture of the edge? What What is he playing in this picture? Because it doesn't look like a fender to me. He sure is playing his Explorer. Yep. <laughs> and that's the picture they put on the news article is yeah. uh, from the Super Bowl. Oh, gosh. What is that? 36. The Super Bowl 36 halftime show. There's the edge playing a Gibson. I mean, the edge has countless guitars and he, yeah. he does play a Strat. All the time, mm-hmm. just as much as the Explorer, probably. And yet and they couldn't NSG find a photo of these tele- two standing next to each other <laughs> with a Fender in the picture. Well, well, Bono, I know when he decides to play guitar, plays a Gretsch, mm-hmm. uh, which is owned by Fender. So yeah, eh, you know. Oh so no, they, it's they, fine. Like I'm just, yeah. I'm just being sassy. For it's me. funny. Yeah, somebody yeah. didn't really uh, fact check this photo. <laughs> <laughs> somebody but, on um, Billboard who should know better. Yeah. So they brought on the edge because he's quote an innovator of unique sounds through his use of technology, which uh, you know when they put it that way, they're totally right, and that's yeah. kind of like what Fender has been about uh, for many, many, many years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the yeah, whole that's his Fender game is like effects yeah. and doing cool stuff. So 
Right. And Bono, because he's, quote, a visionary in the music world who also has business acumen and creativity <laughs> that will help Fender thrive, which, sure, maybe that's true. I don't know too much about Bono. I know he can't ever seem to take off his sunglasses. <laughs> I know I've never seen his eyes. <laughs> yep. Well, well, I've seen them through tinted yeah. sunglasses, through yellow whatever. <laughs> so that's just kind of interesting. I There's not much else to say about it, like there wasn't for the new Fender president, but <laughs> it's it's like, oh, all right. Uh, sure. So I guess we'll see what yeah, happens. Who, but who knows if Fender needs this boost? I don't know. They seem to they seem to be doing well, but who knows? Hmm. Yeah. Visionary hmm. in the okay. Well, I'm not gonna read this dumb article. <laughs> Screw you, Billboard. Dumb. Yeah, I said it. You're <laughs> <laughs> just pulling out all the stops today, yeah, aren't you? You know what? <laughs> billboard. What Sassy they, town. What do they know? Oh, they run out of uh, top 50 guitarists who X. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, top 50 songs that are the best at... at what, what, what dumb articles do they write? Like, underrated guitarists, overrated guitarists, <laughs> middle-rated guitarists going to be next. Like, <coughs> Does have, Billboard do that stuff? Is that not, not who was doing it? Who was What magazine was doing that crap all the time? Uh, Am I going to have Rolling to cut Stone all this out? It, oh, Rolling Stone, shit. Guitar World does it, but... <laughs> Uh, I mean, Guitar World is like the guitar center of publications. <laughs> hey, uh, oh, I, I would have to skip ahead to to use that segue. I'll I'll hang on to it. We can we can circle back to that. Okay. <laughs> crap. Um, well, I think I have to cut all this out because I just said a bunch of dumb crap about Billboard doing these printing these <laughs> shit articles that I didn't realize I was talking about a different magazine. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's good for the listeners to to see me making mistakes like a human. Mm. We aren't just guitar news robots. Yeah, we have feelings, and uh, and um, and man, I swear I have feelings. Honestly, billboard. You're gonna have a good squealy time throughout this whole. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could just cut it all out. You don't know how it's gonna turn out. I don't. Yeah. Although it's getting funny enough now that <laughs> no, now I've talked about it so much that maybe I know. Uh, you're going to have to cut out whole minutes. Yeah. Just huge tracks of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, let's do the pedal genie minute. Do you know what tomorrow is? No, what's, what's tomorrow mean, Wednesday. is Wednesday. Yeah. And tomorrow, my next Pedal Genie order is arriving. Oh. And I'm excited. So, Pedal Genie is. Uh, <laughs> you just you're lost for words. You just. Let me do it again. All right. You want another one? Yeah. Take a deep breath. Tell us how Pedal Genie makes you feel. Hmm. I mean, out loud. Tell us. Don't just think about it. Uh, well, keep the thing about my thing coming tomorrow. I like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm keeping all this. You don't have a choice. Oh, good. Oh, damn it. <laughs> We're the worst. Yeah, well, if I'm going to have a bunch of fuck-ups in the show, I'm going to let you all have right, some, anyways. too. So tomorrow, the uh, Empress tape delay is coming to me. 
courtesy of Pedal Genie. And it's it's proving to me still that like this is a service that it's the greatest thing. And as you kind of mentioned it briefly at the top of the show. What it is, is you go online and you say, yeah, I want to try an Empress tape delay. Yeah, I want to try a Walrus Audio Mayflower. Yeah, yeah. I want all of this. And guess what? You can. So for $34.95 a month, you can go on and make your list and they'll just send you this stuff. Free shipping. What do you got? Keep it as long <laughs> as you want. Free shipping. Keep it as long as you want. Basically like Netflix DVD uh, service. So right. you, you're going to put together a wish list uh, of pedals, things that you want to try out from the the dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of pedals that they have available. And they're going to send you a pedal from their wish list, from your wish list, or from theirs. I mean, I don't know how it works. Uh, <laughs> they're going to send you a pedal from your wish list. It's going to come to you and you get to play with it. You get to use it in the studio. Just keep it as long as you want and 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 then send it back when you're done with it. They'll, in the same box that it came to you in, you print out a label, you slap it on there, throw it in the mail, free shipping both ways. And then as soon as they get that, the next pedal on your list comes to you. Yep. And they've got a... Tons and tons of gear from an ever-growing list of manufacturers, uh, including Black Arts Toneworks, Source Audio, TC Electronic, Way Huge, Dr. Scientist, to name a really small chunk of those. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I've got an Empress pedal coming in soon. You've got one now. I just I recently had uh, a Walrus Audio pedal. It's The list is like it's the best. They've got mm-hmm. everything. So what you want to do is go to pedalgenie.com slash tone control. That tells them that tells pedal genie that you heard about it from us which is good because we need all the love and credit that we can get we're actually really desperate for it uh but it also lets you <laughs> it also lets you uh start to put together your wish list just go on there and the first thing you want to do is just click over to where the pedals are and just start picking through them looking at it and go oh man I got to try this one oh man I got to try that one pretty soon you're going to have a wish list that's uh, more than ten or eleven pedals, and then you say, "Okay, what's what's going on? We, we gotta we gotta do something about this." So you go over, you sign up, you activate your account, your wish list goes active, and it's only thirty four nine to five a month. But I know what you're thinking, but but Justin, you know that w- w- what if I'm not sure? Well, how do I know I'm do, gonna love this? How do I know I'm gonna love this? Obviously, I can't lovable take your thing. word for it, but yeah. you should. You should. Well, I got you. I got news for you, my friend. Hey. What, what kind hey, of deal? What kind of deal are they going to the throw the unsure customer? The first month is just a dollar. Yeah, they basically just have to so, put a dollar hold on your credit card so that they can. Uh, yeah, because come on, if it's you like an insurance, it, like, you know. Yeah, exactly. What if you smash the thing with a hammer? Right. Or what if you never give it back? Yeah. What if you're a psychopath? <laughs> they have to protect themselves from your psychopath ass. Psychopath ass. <laughs> all right oh man Uh, across the line there i don't know but the point is bringing it back yeah pedal genie pedal genie sponsors this podcast they are uh, now now it's happening to me now it's happening to me right i would really i'd seriously sign up for this service if they had nothing to do with the podcast like it's it's something that i would just I just love having. Yeah. I love trying out all this gear. I love 
sending it back, knowing that the next thing is going to be awesome. I love getting the emails that something is on its way. And we love being able to do demos for the show too. I mean, it's because of the show that we even learned about this service because they reached out to us. They found the podcast and they reached out to us and said, hey, we'd like to sponsor you. And we were like, well, this sounds like a perfect match because I bet a lot of our (laughs) listeners are going to be totally into this. And we will be too, because we get to do all these uh, pedal reviews because we get to get all these different pedals in that we would never be able to afford like buying all these pedals and trying them out just for you know the show because we don't make any money from this show which by the way how come we don't what do you, how come listeners don't send us money is that a did thing did you just blow the lid off of this thing <laughs> that we're doing it for free <laughs> yeah yeah it turns out huh. this is a free podcast you guys haven't been paying us anything to make this show you don't even know <laughs> <laughs> all right well so Anyway, you have an Empress, uh, what? I have an uh, Empress tremolo. Trem 2, Tremolo 2. It's it's like Tremolo with the the, the little... It's trem- tremolo, the sequel. Yeah, it's like, it's like that's right, it's the <laughs> sequel. Um, this little number is amazing. I was wow. so impressed. And I'm a guy who's picky about Tremolo pedals. I searched around for quite a while before I found the one that has actually been living on my pedal board for a long time. Uh, which, by the way, is the Full Tone Supa Trem um, mm-hmm. which, so, you know, not a, not a cheapy tremolo pedal, but I wanted one that I could do sweeping, uh, time changes on, like sweep the pace of the temp, uh, tremolo. Yeah. So the super trem has, um, big knobs and I was able to do that. Well, this guy would be able to do that for me with an expression pedal and so, so uh-huh. much more. Uh, so I, oh, I, I can't, I'm finding myself turning my head away from the microphone because I keep gazing upon it. I have to pick it up <laughs> off my pedal board. Okay. So here it is. I'm showing Derek. Here it is. Oh, oh it's delicious. Oh, it's nice and orange. Yeah, so it's this great orange. I mean, heavy-duty box. I, I can't tell you. Like, right away, you feel the uh, the build quality of the Empress pedals. Like, these knobs, like, there's some clicky-clacky uh, uh, ro- rotary, like rotary selectors. Knobs. Yeah, and then there's the other knobs, like the the analog knobs. Everything's great. Everything feels solid. Like you, this thing is going to last forever. There's going to be a nuclear war, and the Empress pedals are going to be left over, playing so with the, the cockroaches. You, would, you were talking to me about this when you got it a few days ago, and yep. we kind of like chatted briefly about build quality. And like people, I think sometimes get all, oh, the pedal is so expensive. But you, you're really getting things that like that aren't always. Derek, sound it's quality. a computer that you stomp on. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Yes. Yes. But I mean, build quality is super important. It is. This is, it you're is. totally right. It is something you spend, it is designed to be stepped on yeah. and, by you. And you can at all feel times. like and, you don't want the knobs to feel cheap because you know, like something's going to happen. They're going to get kicked eventually. And right. if it's a cheap knob or, or you know, switch or, or something, it's going to, it's going to break. And I mean, anything can break if you damage it enough, but you want something that's going to be tough. Um, because these these things are in control of your tone, and if there's one mm-hmm. thing I can tell you on this show, you got to control that. Just gonna let that one sit. Yeah, just let it breathe for a second. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, I'm looking at a photo of this thing. Yeah. Um, Do you have questions for me? So I want to know: Does the Supertrem let you choose the waveform? Because uh, this lets you choose a waveform. The Supertrem has kind of two intensity levels. It basically okay. has a hard and a soft waveform. And one of them okay. sounds more like a square wave and the other one sounds more like a sine wave. But mm-hmm. they're they're 
um, the Super Tram is kind of, it, it has a different feel to it. It's not that one of these pedals has a better sound than the other. Okay. The Super Trem is, a, is an all analog, I mean, it's a very, very all analog situation. Yeah. It basically, I'm turning my head to look at it. Basically, there's two different speed ranges that, that change um, the range that the speed knob affects, basically. Mm-hmm. And the speed knob and the uh, mix knob, so you're mixing wet with dry to get your how much tremolo intensity you want. Um, which is different right. than this pedal. So those have big rubber things so you can kind of turn them with your feet, um, which yep. is what I liked about it. So I could do little tempo sweeps with it. And then there's a hard and soft switch and the bypass switch. Um, yeah. I kind of like it on the, I kind of like it on the soft mode with the mix kind of high, mm-hmm. um, but you can definitely, you can switch it to hard mode and turn and, and get that very like on off kind of tremolo. Very um, helicoptery. Yeah. Um, the thing about the the full tone super trim that's different from this pedal is it's like an all on like old school analog pedal. It is true bypass, but when it's in, there's something about that circuit that kind of juices up your tone a little bit. Like on the full tone, yeah, right? on the full yeah. tone, there's like there's a buffer in there, a really high quality buffer that's pushing your signal down the line. And um, I know I talked I talked my dad into getting one of these as his tremolo. Um, mm-hmm. and it, he's, he told me that he sometimes leaves it on and just turns the mix all the way down when he's not using it. Cause he thinks his guitar mm. sounds better. And it's like, it does give this, I would believe that. So, I mean, are you thing. missing that with the, uh, with the Empress? The Empress doesn't change your tone. It's okay. not going to do, I mean, it's a subtle thing that you're talking about, but it doesn't do yeah. that little, like that little bit of tone oomph. Um, right, but that indescribable kind of yeah, yeah, that just sort of like oh, it seems to be a little thicker in this very subtle way. But what this guy does, it's got presets. Um, you can you can use it with an expression pedal, or you can use it just typically with like a bypass or on. Um, it has a tap tempo button. Um, the tap tempo turns into the preset button if you put it into preset mode. Uh, and then at which point you can use an expression pedal to sweep basically any parameter. Oh, cool. So is it like the TC pedals where like you would put toe up, set a parameter, toe down? Yeah, basically like you, the, you... You can change everything? Right. You can set as many or as few parameters to the sweep of the expression pedal as you want. Um, wow. And it's and change them on the fly. You can assign them to presets. It, apparently you can have up to eight presets by using some advanced feature i think you have to open something up and mess with the dip switch but it has four right off the bat and that basically the preset button is going to change colors and then you tap the bypass button to acknowledge the one that you want to use and then it clicks onto that and when it's in preset soft touch soft touch switches yes so it's a fully analog circuit that's digitally controlled by all these switches so You get you get all the functionality of digital, but the sound of a true analog pedal, and it sounds really, really outstanding. The three different waveforms: a triangle, a tube, and a square. And tube just kind of is somewhere in between those. Like it's kind of a mm-hmm. throbby, not not square wave, but a little bit of a rounded square wave right. kind of deal. Is it kind of more throbby sounding? Yeah, it's and yeah. and then of course the triangle sounds a bit like sine wave. Um, and you you kind of control how much or how little with a depth knob, um, which is pretty. That's a more typical um, yeah tremolo situation. There's an output, so you can actually dial in some boost 
on this thing. Um, Which is good because that's like the tragic flaw in a lot of tremolo. A lot of, yeah, like the boss tremolo is famous for basically the highest point in the tremolo is your typical volume, is the volume that you're sending into it. And then it just lowers Mm -hmm. your volume past that. So unless you're doing something to boost after the tremolo, you end up with a little bit of a volume sag whenever you use it. So you don't get that. uh, Sidebar, I just moved my tremolo before my distortion pedal. And oh. problem solved. Problem solved. Of course, you might just be squishing the tremolo right out of your signal if you do it wrong. But uh, it's it's still really there. it sounds good if you have it like set to extra hard, like yeah. really choppy. If you, that, that's yeah, how it's going to really be awesome. It. But uh, anyway, continue. Well, okay. So what haven't I talked about? Okay, the, uh, basic, the, the basic controls on this thing are depth. Then the other the other knob is rate or ratio. So uh, this is a typical rate knob. But if you're using it in tap tempo mode, it becomes a ratio knob, which means it can be one to one for the tempo you're doing. Uh, the next one is three to four, then one to two, one to three, and one to four. And so that right. gives you sort of a different. If you tap onto the quarter notes, you could set the ratio to be one of the subdivisions, essentially, of what you were just yeah, tapping. Which is usually something you see on delay pedals. I know that's yeah. on the Empress tape delay that I'm getting. You tap in on the quarter note, but end up hearing dotted eighth. Yeah. So one of the example. genius things that they did when they built this pedal is this rate slash ratio knob is an analog knob. It's not like a rotary selector, but when it's in ratio mode, there are five possible positions. So, oh, so okay. Cause I was watching the demo, but because it's digitally controlling an analog circuit, it's basically like, as soon as you pass over onto the range that is three to four or one yeah. to two, it switches to that. Like it digitally okay. switches the circuit over. Cause I was watching a demo and he was using those ratios and he didn't really land like on the dot that, mm-hmm. that demonstrates. And that would four, ruin for it, example. Right? And, so, but if, yeah, as and long I was as like, Oh, is it, is it kind of like, does it sweep into that? That'd be kind of neat maybe, but like, yeah. then you'd have to be so precise and that might, that would be weird, but right? So, so, so it's more like the pedal reads like, oh, okay, so from one, from zero to, say, 10%, for yeah, example. Yeah, there's like little dots is, that separate the sections. And basically, yeah. if you put them between the first two dots, it's one to one. Between the second two dots, it's three to four. And it just it just switches in silently, even. Like, you, if you if you uh, were to sweep this while you were playing, you wouldn't hear anything. It's it's all just totally silent switching because it's, it's just controlling the, the circuit uh, digitally. Um, so then the other knob, uh, let's see, there's a mode knob, which is going to decide whether you're using a tap tempo, whether you're using the rate knob or whether you're in preset mode, which will just recall the presets you save. Save button makes it easy to do presets and to assign what your control port is doing. And it can work with a bunch of different, basically any kind of expression pedal, whether you can put an external tap tempo in this thing, and then you could use it in preset mode, and then the control port would act as your tap tempo because you need the tap tempo button to select your presets. Oh, cool. It has everything. And then the final feature that sets it apart from any tremolo I've ever used is this rhythm knob. So most tremolos are going to be sitting here in the rhythm one position, which is just... Which is on, off, on, off, on, off, on, off. Then, but we have we have seven more positions on this eight position knob. <laughs> so number two is like on it. it uh, the first one is full volume. Then the second pulse is like half of that. So it kind of has a big small, big small, big small, and on your rhythm. And then there's a three, which is like a big small, small, big small, small, and then a four. Oh, so if, if you're so in a different subdivision, that would kind of 
sound more pronounced or not? Well, the different subdivisions are more about the pace compared to That's, ha- okay, what yeah, tempo you're, right, you're yeah. tapped in. So four is going to be one on four low kind of thing. So big, small, 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 big, small, small, small. Right, but the, the pulse is still there. Right? Well, the pulse like, is still in whatever tempo and subdivision that you were using. Yeah, okay, right. So, but it's not like, because if we're talking the regular tremolo pedals, it's like big, small, big, small, big, small. Well, no, right? what I'm, what I, okay, but if you're, I see what you're asking. So basically a regular tremolo pedal is going to be um, loud, soft, loud, soft. It's alternating volume. So what yeah. I'm saying is that the rhythm knob changes the loud to different mm-hmm. levels. So Oh, okay. So you so you'd have like uh almost like loud soft off. Right. So uh you would have loud or, or off, loud soft, loud medium off. soft. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it would <laughs> Boy, this got complicated quick. So, <laughs> yeah. So if you think of a normal tremolo as your signal is on and then your signal is off and it's pulsing. This yeah. is going to go Signal on, signal off, or I should say if it's in rhythm two, it's going to go signal on, signal off, signal half on, signal off, and then repeat. That's pretty cool. And then all the way up. And, <laughs> and after you get like up to four in, in number five, it starts doing little pulses like, it's like, uh, I, God, like I have to... Doesn't it? There's a rhythm you. on it that, that will like, if you're in the one-to-one setting, for example, it will... It will pulse in five four. Yes, right, right. right. When yeah. you click it onto five, it kind of does like a one two small, you know, or, or one two three hit hit. Uh, one. Uh, let's see. Okay, so let's talk about volume one and volume two. So you'd have volume one off, volume two off, volume two off, volume one off, volume two off. <laughs> There's your five, and that would repeat. And then six does sort of the same sort of thing. Like it mixes it up a little Ugh. bit. Seven and eight, again, are just different sort of patterns of these different volume level pulses. It's so That's... cool. Like I was playing with it and it, it, it uh, there is one of these pulses that is going to sound cool in whatever song you're trying to do. Like whatever the feel of that is, you're going to find the ratio that you want. Whether, yeah. you know, tap the quarter notes and find that this one really loves the three to four ratio. And mm-hmm. I'm going to use the six rhythm, which has sort of a little dancey kind of up and down thing to it in this particular pattern. Uh, it's it's so cool. Like if I if I had to buy a tremolo again, this might be it. And I might just have to that get was my next question. Pedal. <laughs> like that was my next question. Would you replace what you have? You know, um, Oh, okay. So maybe a, <laughs> uh, another, it's like part two to that. Can this do what the full tone does? I tried to make them sound the same just to okay. see if I could do it. And I can't make them sound exactly the same because the full tone has this thing, this analog squishy thickening thing that it's doing to the signal that this pedal doesn't do. But mm-hmm. I mean, if they were the same price, I think the the Empress is the way to go because it is so versatile and so you can do literally anything. Like it can do all of the types of sounds that the full tone, like the full tone I wanted because so I could sweep the speed. I could assign yeah. that to an expression pedal and do the sweeping right. speed. So, so with the this solution pedal, is there. With the it's just pedal. a matter of quality of sound that you prefer. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with this pedal. Like it sounds excellent. It does. It's just a different it sound. does not add that little bit of analog squishy sound to my signal. Right. So it it is just as though my my tone is the same as if it wasn't there. I guess is what I'm saying. How much is the full tone? Do you remember? 
I think it was like 180 is what I got it for. Empress is 250. Yeah. So, although, yeah, there's the Super Trump 2 out now also. Oh, this yeah. This sounds like an awesome pedal. Yeah. Yeah, it looks, it looks like between 160 and 180, depending mm-hmm. on where you get it. Um, I mean, s- stylistically, they're different because this the the full tone is is an analog heads pedal. Like this is, if you're an analog guy, this is your pedal. Um, the, the Empress and, and probably the, the new one they're making is probably even better. Uh, the Empress is, um, <clears throat> it's not going to do any analog thickening to your sound. Like I keep repeating over and over again, like I haven't said it already. Uh, but <laughs> it, uh, it has so many features and such cool right, but stuff. So you sacrifice that for an insane amount of control. Yeah. And it's no sacrifice. I, I, right, I don't yeah. mean to be describing it like, Oh, it doesn't like improve your tone. Like, Play into a tube amp. <laughs> no, stop it, being an idiot. It You're leaves fine. your tone the same. Yeah, it leaves like your it, tone the it, same. If your tone is great in the first place, yeah. mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah, pe- you're not you're not really buying a tremolo pedal so that it can like give that extra juice to your tone. It's just right, a yeah. pleasant side effect of the full tone pedal. Yeah. Right. Um, I can't I can't rave highly enough. I think at two fifty, I think that's a great price. Like I don't know if I'll say that it's like a super bargain or something, but I, I do priced, not oh. feel like they're marking that up. Like they are yeah. giving that to you at a very fair price. That's good. I've got it on my list. I can't, yeah. I can't wait for it to come in. I think now. you're gonna I, love the the tape delay. You like I I want to try all this Empress stuff now. Like I think yeah. you're gonna have so much fun because the tape delay is probably gonna have the same rhythm switch, right? Like it does. Uh, it has the same ratio. It's gonna and give you and stuff. so many cool things to play with. You're gonna uh, the way the preset works. <laughs> like they're gonna cram so much delay feature into a pedal that is it the same size our empress yep. pedal is basically the same size you're gonna be like yep. why am i using all this floor this pedal board real estate on this tcx4 because yeah. this thing oh man oh man like you just you <laughs> uh, it's so good okay anyway you so so what did you have this week i had uh, a overdrive pedal the walrus audio mayflower Mm. which is just a it's 179 bucks it's a pretty uh basic overdrive so it's got level drive bass treble okay this is uh i've heard a lot about it i know it's like really popular these days um walrus audio is like a majorly indie company they only make a handful of pedals right now mm-hmm. um They've got this, another overdrive, and a distortion. And I know a lot of people use them to stack and blend together to create more complex distortion sounds. Mm-hmm. So this this overdrive, though, like when people talk about, I, th- I said this to you, I think, when people talk about transparent overdrive, yeah. this is what they're talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was like the most clear, best example of your guitar only louder. So if you really love the sound of your guitar into your amp and you just want it to go to 11 or 12 or 13, yeah. like this is the thing to do it. It's it's just got this like really great crispy but not shrill like top end jangle to it. Mm. And you can bring in the bass if you want and you can cut the treble if you want and you can e- use it to even out the sounds between different guitars like you can right. brighten up. You're going to match it to uh, your setup. Yeah. So I, it, it's surprising though. It doesn't have a lot of gain. It's like a pretty low gain overdrive. I found that with the drive knob at, all the way up at like three o'clock, it's a pretty solid rhythm tone. Mm-hmm. So 
I mean, that's there's it's, not much left to go. Yeah, on it's the it's putting you at a pretty good place. Like this is definitely. It sounds like it's made to be part of your. If you're using, if you're wanting a bigger yeah. gain tone, this is meant to be part of that tone. Right, and it's it's definitely meant to be like part of a like you said, like a part of a piece of a puzzle for. Mm for your distortion and overdrive setup, whether it be like, this is my rhythm tone. And then I add another pedal or a booster to get my lead tone or, or to get a thicker rhythm tone. And then I have a lead on top of that. So I, I stacked it. I put this in front of my plimsoll and I, I, you know, lowered the plimsoll to a more like smoother overdrive, soft clip kind of setting. And the two together, it was awesome. Oh, I was yeah. like, I totally get why people do this, and I totally get why this pedal is is why people is is something that people are going for for this option. Right. It was just like really, it sounded amazing with my telly on the bridge pickup. It's just got that great. It brings out all that awesome like twang, but the telly growl at the same time. Mm. So it has the umph, but it also really slices through the mix. Wow. I, I would love to try it stacked up with the Voyager that they make, which is volume and gain and a tone knob instead of the the two band, you know, bass and treble. Uh, okay. But it's just, <clears throat> it was it was great. I, I gotta I, make I sure that's on my list. I think I'd be really into. It sounds like it's a it's a, it's the white tie party of distortion pedals. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's, it was just so transparent. I, uh, I'd heard about transparent and I was like, well, I've, I could make my distortion or my overdrive pedal transparent sounding. Mm. No, I can't. By turning the gain down. Yeah. It's <laughs> By a, turning it's the a gain down quality. and like EQing. Yeah. It's a totally different thing. Um, it just really cuts through and it's a great rhythm sound. Like you could use it for so many different things. It could really easily be an always on type of pedal. Hmm. It could, it could be a boost. It could be a, like a, you could have it be a boost for EQ or a cut for EQ or to did add Did you try drive. boosting into it? No, I did not. Do you still have it? Sort of. No, I sent Oh, it you sent it back. All right. Well, I'll, I'm going to play with that. I'm going to make sure that's on my list. And when I get it, I'm going to play with it because I I bet that would be a really nice thing to boost into. Like you said, use it as an always on and then mm-hmm. boost into it to get some really yeah. crazy stuff. I was using it to, like my plimsoll has a hard and soft clip like uh, envelope. So I yeah. set it to, as you hit the pedal harder, it, it hits hard clipping. So I set it. So when I engaged the Mayflower, it would send the plimsoll into hard clipping. Yeah. And it, uh, along with all the tonal characteristics of the Mayflower, it was, it was also hitting that pedal harder. So it just added this like extra awesome on top. Mm. It's, it's, it was great. I, <laughs> I could totally see like, after just like playing around with it for a week or so, I could really see doing away with one distortion pedal and having two or three. Yeah. You know, to, to like build into a larger, to use different ones more, at different times. And yeah. Right. To basically go from or like having different, I kind of tend to think about drive like on a range of, on a scale of like one to a hundred, 100 for me being, my rhythm tone most of the time. Okay. So when I want it to like get kind of when I when I want to bring it down with my volume knob, I'm looking at like 60-75% to get like in not as loud and insane but still breaking up. Yeah. And then when I engage a boost, I'm looking at like that's when I'm going into 110% territory. Okay. 
and just going way over the you, top. Because you had already started yeah. at hundred. I was like, okay. I know. So it's, it's. I mean, you could think about it any way you want, but that's like that's because I don't play with my boost on all the time. Yeah, I use it only when it when it's time to get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> when it's time to to swing your hair around a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so if I had this and another drive pedal and a boost, I could have like predetermined fifty percent. 80%, 100% kind On of... On switches. Cascading, yeah. 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 Great pedal. Cool. Really I can't, cool. I can't wait to try that one out myself. It's it's a lot bigger than I thought it would be, but oh. it's not, it's pretty normal size. It just had a little more... It was oh, a little chunk. bigger than I was expecting at all. <laughs> it's yeah. big bones. It's, it's, it's a fatty. <laughs> <laughs> it's big bones, man. Be cool. But yeah, great build quality and everything. The, the one thing I just... Like I said earlier, I... Kind of wish it had a little more drive mm-hmm. in inside, but um, it wasn't a deal breaker. Yeah, I'm sure this thing sounds incredible into an amp that's really on the edge of breakup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of maybe what it's designed for. Yeah, but. it sounds like they were really going for something that um, that that is part of. Well, like we keep saying, part of a puzzle. Um, yeah, they, this is not meant to be a, a a single thing unless you only wanted that much gain. Right. In which case, it would be a great way to get it. Cool. I, well, yeah, when I got it, I plugged it in and had everything set at noon because it's a good starting place. And it wasn't like it didn't tear my head off. It was just like, oh, this is pleasant. Yeah. And then, you know, you kind of tweak it from there and it was like, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. The Mayflower. So, uh, hey, brought to you it? by I, Pedal Genie. Hell yeah, man. Yo, dog. I'm pumped. I, go, yo, dog. To, my, my next thing's coming tomorrow. I'm so excited. Go to Pedal Genie. I, like, I already oh, want to oh, send it back so I can get the next thing. <laughs> So, so yo, yo dog, go to pedalgenie.com slash tone control and make a wish list of your own and then uh, sign up and activate that shit. Damn. Get on it. Damn, son. First month is just a buck. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> Thanks, Pedal Genie, for sponsoring the tone control. We have fun talking about pedals because of you. Pause for effect. We have a long list of possible show titles, by the way. <laughs> okay, good. Hey, 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 what did you say earlier about uh, about Guitar Center? Oh, I said that Guitar World was the Guitar Center of publications. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the meanest thing anyone's ever said? <laughs> so, Guitar Center in trouble, question mark? Question mark? Huh? Anybody surprised by that? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I Guitar Center is the ultimate, like, can I help you? I know more than you kind of experience for me. <laughs> it's like the joke about a guy that works at a music shop, like, is yeah. Guitar Center. Like, they've become that yeah. joke. It's almost like they've embraced it or something. Almost. And, oh my God, uh, before we really dig into this, <laughs> you remember um, not too long ago, The Onion did a thing about, like, New study reveals that only 80% of Guitar Center patrons become rock stars. Or oh, something yes, like yes, yes. I do remember that. <laughs> so I was on Guitar Center's uh, site on their on the looking for press releases to kind of back up these stories we're going to talk about. Yep. And they had a press release about that Onion article. They were so proud of themselves for making the Onion. <laughs> I don't... Well, the whole thing was like, I couldn't really tell if they got the joke 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> if like they like, didn't realize the onion was joking, but it's like they can't. No, they no, can't. They can't. Not they, they realize, but know. at the same time, are are they? They might be just weird enough to like. Yeah. To be, I don't know. I mean, they probably. It it's, was. It's always good publicity to to join somebody in in making fun of yourself, right? Like yeah. as a company like that, that's never going to go badly for them. And honestly, the headline works. I mean, only eighty yeah. percent of people who walk into our stores become super famous rock stars. <laughs> that's um, that's good. But like the, it was one of those things that like if they had done it on Twitter and Facebook and stuff, that would have been the great place to do it. But here's this really formal press release. Oh, really? Like, so it was on like- their press page, and it's like flagged, you know. Uh, like approved for distribution and stuff like that. And it's like got the whole about guitar center speech and stuff. Wow. It was like, Oh man, this isn't, this isn't news guys. This is, <laughs> this, they're making fun of you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, so anyway, um, guitar center, I, I, every time I go in one, I'm like, what am I doing here? And I, I don't mean to like say that about anyone who works at guitar center because I know they're just doing their job. Yeah. But I mean, they, it seems like maybe they're not trained for this, but the informed customer is more frequent now, thanks to the internet and thanks yeah. to people who care about what they're going to buy. And maybe thanks to some podcasts, possibly. So I think there's one called The Tone. I don't know. It's something it's something <laughs> weird. I heard those guys were jerks. The Volume Knob? The Volume no. Knob. <laughs> it's, called the, it's called The Volume Knobs. <laughs> Anyway, so anyway. I would much rather buy from a local shop. That's like a whole different conversation. But yeah, it, it came out that uh, Guitar Center has cut ties with Behringer. Am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's right. Okay. Behringer. Yeah, okay. and, and you, you mentioned that to me. And I was thinking, but this was also the year that Behringer started making a little bit of, like they, they opened their product line up into a, a tier above what they'd ever made before and started making some gear that's actually in my opinion worthwhile because Behringer is, is like a an entry level like very low end kind of um yeah audio you know music gear manufacturer um and they have just this year seemingly started making some things like the the big ass X32 console which is this digital console a you know bunch of faders it's like I guess it's getting pretty popular with um, guys doing live sound and I've heard of like they can set it up. It has like an iPad app with it. um, So individual band members can control their, they can steer their monitor mixes from their own iPads on stage. And it has, I mean, the thing's got everything built into it. It's totally flexible routing. I mean, I'm starting to talk about audio engineer stuff here, but it's like, it's, well, I mean, that's part of what this podcast is about. Well, sure. that we haven't really touched I mean, on lately, but but Behringer, I mean, that, basically, cool. you, on the one hand, like I kind of go, yeah, but it's Behringer. Like, is this thing for real, or are they using cheap parts? Yeah. You know, is this thing going to break? Like, did they just throw all these, com- you know, all these faders onto something? Right? Did they get a new product designer to make it look yeah. high quality? Well, kind of thing? Yeah. word on the street is this thing is actually pretty nice, um, hmm. and it has a price tag that that matches. So. And I mean, any manufacturer, like you can sort of turn up the quality on your product, like use nicer components and it will become a nicer product and you'll have to, you Mm -hmm. know, it'll cost more to make and you'll have to sell it for more. So they've basically added a a higher tier to their product line. Um, And so it's weird to me to see a company that is, I think, moving in the right direction because they've got their base of low end stuff going on that they can continue to sell as entry level because there needs to be an entry level 
or right. you know nobody or can no one no, will make music. Yeah. Can enter. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but but now they have a uh, somewhere to go with it, um, and then Guitar Center cuts their ties. So it, I, there are whispers around the music. Yeah, shops I mean that Guitar I, Center I is that not. Like they're the biggest thing in guitar stores nationwide. Like everybody knows right. Guitar Center, but it's it's like there are whispers around that this might be kind of like a a facade, and the company is yeah. actually teetering on the edge. Well, according to this article, um, there I haven't read through it uh, recently, but I remember uh, reading through and saying some. Uh, the rep from Behringer said, like, you know, this is actually probably. Okay, because Guitar Center's something something to do with Guitar Center's like credit score or something like that yeah. was was not too keen, and, and it was it's just it's interesting because they weren't Guitar Center exclusive, right? They weren't oh, like no, no. partnered or anything. Right. But um, I, I it's like what are they gonna Guitar Center just basically got rid of the entry level brand. Yeah, in their stores. A, a, right. A brand that makes entry level in almost every area. I mean, bass amps, yeah. guitar amps, like uh, pr- uh, exactly. uh, recording gear, everything. Microphones, everything. Yep. Yeah. So, like, what are they going to do? Who are they going to put in that place? Because that place, there's still a, there's now a void, and like right. you still need that that market. There's going to be some stuff like the entry level from from Mackie and Alesis and uh, Yamaha. Um, is yeah. going to be able I to just fill wonder, those like, spots how a those bit, companies but... are going to how those companies are going to reposition themselves if they're going to try and deliberately fill that space or if Guitar Center is going to push for that or mm. just in their stores if they're going to sell that instead it's it's kind of interesting to to think yeah, about Yeah, I mean stocking a music store is a, is a whole thing that we definitely don't understand the ins and outs of cuz I mean I mean that is that is going to be a difficult business to be in um for sure yeah. going forward because on the one hand, um, having a place to go and try out stuff, like having stuff, uh, a building like that where there's floor models, like your local music shop, there is kind of a purpose for that. But at the same time, it's so difficult to have one of everything so that you really can try out, like like mm-hmm. any customer could walk in and try out whatever they uh, wanted to try out that they could find reviews of on the on the web. There's so many products and I mean, how do you do that? So it's, I sort of. Right. And chances are Guitar Center has it, you know, it's because they've got these relationships with these manufacturers. Or they can get it, but I mean, they don't necessarily have a floor model for every thing. They're going to have a a couple, they're going to have a handful of uh, mid level guitar amps. They're going to have a couple of maybe good ones, but they're, I mean, I I don't know. How can you keep stock of really nice guitar amps and, and, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and there is like lately a, a kind of a rise, I think, in independent guitar stores that are focusing on really high quality gear, mm-hmm. such as Chicago Music Exchange yeah. or Pro Guitar Shop, that kind of stuff. Like they have floor models of boutique gear and like really right. high end expensive and gear. They may be and able that's to all they do. This, right. Because, right. Because they're, they're catering to a different customer. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, and th- and then can like continuing this, uh, I was at uh, the local shop here you know, last weekend or so, and they said, "Oh, we're going to be getting a pretty cool amp uh, vendor pretty soon." I was like, "Oh yeah," and they're like, "Yeah, they're you know based out of California." I was like, "Well, so is everybody." But <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And he was like, yeah, so it's, it's, um, Mesa Boogie. They're going to be getting probably soonish. I'm not really sure about the details. So it's not but they're confirmed. Working, uh, it's all but confirmed, okay. I think. Uh, but they're going to be getting like the whole line of Mesa, which he was, he was kind of explaining it to me like they're like a smaller company. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Mesa is huge. Yeah, he, they're everywhere. He was coming at you like, <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of uh, Mesa Boogie from, you know, yeah. everywhere, but. Yeah, well, he was saying, like, oh, you know, kind of a smaller company. I'm thinking, like, is it Two Rock? Is it Tone King? Is it, like, all these, like, really small companies? And he's like, no, it's Mesa Boogie. So, what? but anyway, um, and I was like, oh, man, like, that's awesome. Good for you guys, local shop, getting a major yeah. vendor like Mesa Boogie. And he's like, yeah, but it's because they pulled out a guitar center. So now they're going into other shops I, to fill out yeah. their uh And I was like, you, I was floored. I'm like, you're kidding me. Mesa Boogie dropped Guitar Center. Yeah, well, they they heard like, that Guitar Center dropped Behringer, <laughs> and they were like, "Yo, you can't shit on my friend like that. We're going. Yo, who who you think we got to stand up for each other in this business, yo?" And they just pulled out. It's it's so I want it's very political and stuff. I'm yeah. sure, but it's it's interesting. So, and I went home and I hopped on GuitarCenter.com and tried to buy a Mesa amp, and they don't have them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. shoot. Um, I mean, I don't know. They currently owe $1.6 billion in debt. <laughs> in <laughs> So what's the annual revenue for this company? At the end of last year, or sorry, at the end of September last year, they reported a net loss of $398.7 million, yep. uh, following a $25.7 million loss for 2012. So it's not looking good. Wow. I mean, and it, it just kind of hit me couple of days ago when i added the story it's like could you imagine if guitar center went out of business just done like just gone i mean it it could be it could be like next year it could it It could be this year i mean really with these numbers like at what point do the investors just go okay like yeah like auction time like yeah do they own their stuff because i remember um Oh boy, we are just, we're going long. Every time we do a show and we're like, oh, I don't know if we have enough news. We talk forever about stuff. I think it's because we're kind of in the back of our minds like, we, we should drag We should this pad out. this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, this podcast is running long, um, but we had a there, question there is... come in, didn't we? Friend of the show, I'm going to call him that. <laughs> Because that's well, what people no, no, on no. podcasts hold on, hold call on. their fans, I'll right? Do you, I'll do you one better. Local New England Lo- post-rock hero. Local, no, what do they call it? Local legend? No. Uh, <laughs> is, is that what I'm thinking of? Local legend? I don't know. I, I like... Uh... Okay, anyway, local legend. <laughs> local New England hero, uh, Stephen Poole from the band Vessel. Right. Oh, if you've heard us talk about our friend John, he's in the he's in that. Yes, that's also. right. John and, wrote in right. about the strings and so on. Okay. Yes. This is the other okay. guitarist... Of, the not John of <laughs> local post rock heroes vessel, right? He asks, and he writes, uh, "What are your thoughts on tuning instruments?" <laughs> I thought you were going to launch into like a um, oh, who's Casey Kasem? Yes, style? exactly, Casey Kasem. <laughs> and he writes, "Okay." <laughs> anyway, what are your thoughts on tuning instruments to a 432 hertz tuning as opposed to the recognized standard 440? My band has been experimenting <laughs> with this and have enjoyed it thus far. Thanks. Now um, that's something where it's starting to sound like distinctly out of tune, right? Like it compared that, to that's so far down. It's um, I was researching this a little bit before we started. It's a different tuning ratio. 
Well, right, basically. because because so, uh, pitch is like, well, it's uh, it's is it exponential or logarithmic? Oh, I get uh-oh. those mixed up sometimes. God, I should be better at math than this. Uh, it, it, well, <laughs> because uh, an octave is a doubling of frequency. So, you know, 440, the next octave up is 880 hertz. So if you're in 432, there's a bigger difference between the next A up and the correct pitch. So that's that's where the ratio comes in. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm trying to... Research this a little bit. <laughs> Trying to know something about what we're talking about while we answer yeah. this question. I mean, it's a little bit of that, like, 440 is A because we say that A is 440. Like, A yeah. is still just a letter that we're using to refer to a pitch. But, like, if you're t- basically, the, what he's asking is, if you tune, what's what are your thoughts on tuning A, what you know is A, down to 439, or, yeah. or to uh, 432? And that's that's so far down. I haven't had time to like hear how low that is, right? Um, but it's it's audibly, it's probably a, a step. I don't know. Not well. Yeah, I mean that's weird. So I've never done like converting that frequency change into like what is that in sense? Like how far off pitch wise is that? Right. I'm I'm gonna try this out tomorrow. But there's like this whole uh, fourth. Um, 32, if you do some research on it, there's like a lot of history on that range. Oh, okay. Um, all, all the way back to like Nazi conspiracies and stuff. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Uh, wow. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's what he's asking or why he's asking it. Well, it must because be, of right? like, maybe it's because I, I guess so, because it's got such a thing about it. It's, it's supposed to be better, I guess. Well, 440 so, does, does seem like a, um, an awfully convenient round number to use right like that seems like at some point somebody said well let's just say 440 is a yeah concert pitch right uh so maybe 432 there's like this thing that happens with chords where they just sound a little different i mean he he asked this you know a couple hours before we started recording and i wish i had more time to kind of look into it um, because i am interested in learning about that kind of thing so but as far as just like changing for the hell of it I don't see the point. I I don't know if that's sooner. Like, I would sooner stay in 440 and tune to E flat or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just for the for the ease of being in 440 with the rest of the universe. I remember <laughs> in high school thinking bands that tuned down to E flat or something were doing it just to be jerks and make it hard to cover. I their still songs. think that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is like they're not just tuning down to the next semitone; they're just picking a number. Except it's this it's this famous number, right? Like it's this famous thing that if you search four thirty two hertz, you get all this like it's getting the, the first hit is ultimate guitar crazy theory or crazy fact. Um, it's apparently like Pythagorean tuning that sometimes called sometimes it's called oh. the Pythagorean scale. Um, it's a more so if you think of uh, four forty as one to one. Let's see. The Pythagorean tuning is based on a ratio of three to two. Mm. Okay. Um, there's here's a very long article about it. Um, it's sometimes referred to as wolf intervals due to the sound, presumably like a wolf. 
I mean, so he says like the band has been experimenting with it and enjoyed it. Then, I mean, go for it, dude. (laughs) Well, sure. I mean, okay. So here's what we know. It is going to make the music sound a little bit different, you know, because it's, things are going to be a different frequency. I mean, if you tried playing songs in different keys, they do sound different. I mean, it's not just, you know, pitch is not just relative. Like there is like some absoluteness to it. Um, even in well, I mean that's that's brain. the whole like why do bands tune down? Because <laughs> they're jerks. We already you know? established that, <laughs> right? But I mean, if, even if you tune down to D standard, yeah, instead of just E flat, like D standard, or it's it's heavier. What does that mean? <laughs> it means it's lower, <laughs> man. Um, right, and, and you when, know you hear about these okay. bands playing in drop C or B or something sure. like that. Like right, so it's not just that it's lower; it's that the fact that it's lower makes your guitar resonate slightly differently. We were talking this about yeah. this a little bit with Kevin Billingsley uh, yeah. when they were tuning way down. Like it does kind of affect the way you're playing because you realize you can get different kind of um, harmonics out of your palm muting and things like that. Like your guitar is going to respond in a little bit of a different way and. Um, in his case, he was talking about, well, a lot of it was just added sludge that they decided they didn't like, but a little subtle tuning down like this, sure. It could bring out something. It could even be related to a particular guitar, um, might respond better to this tuning than a different tuning. I mean, I, I almost, I want to hear, I got to research this some more on my own time, but I really want to hear some examples of this. I want to, I just kind of want to sit in on vessel practice yeah, and say, yeah. play, play me this song at 440 and play it again at 432. Well, and I'll tell you which one sounds better. Right. And, or I mean, it might not be better. It might just be different. I mean, or is it, are, are you perceiving it this way because everything you listen to the majority of the time is at 440 and you're yeah. just noticing it's different and you think it's better or it is better or what? Let's do an experiment. Record a record a band practice. Just open up a laptop or something and record a band practice and tune to a different tuning and record it record it again. You know, yeah. record the same song. And maybe uh, the next time it. I do a bunch of uh, next time I do a bunch of stabs for the show, little little audio bumps between segments. <laughs> I'll I'll do them at four thirty two. Oh, wild! <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna forget. <laughs> 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 yeah um, but i mean so cool. what i i also want to know is like how uh audibly different 440 is from 432 because if that is for example a half step yeah could we all just tune to e flat and get the same result right so is <laughs> oh, my little tuner app that makes sounds uh 432 yep all right so hang on let's let's go back 440 done tuner Here's, wait, oh, well, sorry, oh, that's 880, my bad. Well, whatever, I mean. Yeah, okay, it should be the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got that in your mind? Huh. Oh, that is, so that's really close. 880 to 864. And that's, that's way less than a semitone, like that's just a little bit out of tune. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I'm 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 interested now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, there's, I'm, there's, I'm gonna, there's I'm gonna still play with it. I'm gonna to do it. Done. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tune I'm gonna change my tuner and I'm gonna I'm gonna play some some songs. So to answer his question, what are our thoughts about tuning instruments? This I don't have any yet, yeah. unfortunately. Um, I want to. We got to get these guys on the show. We've been talking about it forever. Yeah, that's uh, we right. We got to get them on the show. And like, this is a thing that I want to talk about. And they, it sounds like they probably already know more about this than we do. Yeah. But um, I want to 
I want to hear that. So, yep, yep. Sorry, man. That's the, that's the best <laughs> I can do. Yeah, we finally get somebody <laughs> writing a question on Facebook, and we're that's like, the hardest we're question like, er, ever. Uh, er. <laughs> hey, it's four forty. Hey, he asked our thoughts. I mean, we said a bunch of thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did. Well, well, anyway, yeah, we've been we've all... been going for a long time here, so let's uh, let's wrap this this puppy up. Don't forget this episode of the tone control is brought to you by pedal genie. All your pedal wishes granted sign up for your first month for just a dollar pedal genie.com slash tone control. Oh yeah. That part, (laughs) (laughs) the important part. Hey, uh, so everybody go, you know, if you're not friends with our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the tone control, you can find us at the tone control on Twitter where we, you know, tweet sometimes, I guess, or whatever. Um, and, uh, email tonecontrolshow at gmail.com to if you if you just want to email for some reason instead of doing those other things. The other things are cool because you can follow them and what, there'll be posts and things. We our, our website is a Tumblr blog, which is tonecontrolshow.com. Um, there's mm-hmm. stuff that goes up in between the episodes, bits of uh, you know guitar and guitar gear related shenanigans. It, yeah, mostly just like photos of. Cool gear. Yeah. Because who doesn't love to look at cool gear? <laughs> gear porn. What are you going to do about it? Yep. Yeah. So uh, email us. Hey, iTunes ratings. Those are good, right? Those help Yeah, people. ratings and reviews make the world go round. So turns out. Yep. Yeah. So so thanks. Uh, thanks for listening. Oh, what's hey. The, yeah. uh, wait. What's what's the... Hold on. Let me look at my calendar for a second. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, can we... <laughs> Shut up. God damn it. I was going to keep that off the air. <laughs> Asshole. I'm cutting right, just that out. Me out that whole time. I'm cutting that out. I am. No, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put a giant beep over your whole shit. <laughs> it's gonna be. Can we do? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, exactly that. Because that is gonna line up perfectly. Okay, so that's happening. That thing I just beeped out is happening. Super secret special thing is happening for the next episode. Oh boy. Listeners don't get Here to know. Here we go. Until it happens. Okay. Well, anyway, with that bit of mystery, uh, it's time to close this night up because it's late. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening as usual, even though I don't think I usually thank you. Actually, last time, didn't I just straight up insult them? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Really sorry about that, guys. We're we're sorry. We actually like that people listen. So cool. Anyway, yeah. Hey, another one's in the can. Yep. See you later. Later. Later.